Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Transfer Daily powered by Snickers Protein. Yes, thank you to Snickers Protein for powering the Transfer Daily shows in the run-up to Transfer Deadline Day. Uh, we have opened up the fan line, hashtag fan line as well. So people have been tweeting us using the hashtag fan line. Uh, we've got one more chance for that before Deadline Day or the deadline transfer window slams shut on Monday, as it always does. It's how the window slams shut. It will be over on the Ball Street YouTube channel. Paul and I will be over there for four hours from 7 o'clock on Monday evening, counting down the transfer window. So make sure you get over to the Ball Street YouTube channel and get involved. If you've got some questions for them, keep on using the hashtag fanline. Uh, but massive thank you to Snickers Protein for that. We'll be answering your fanline questions later on in the show, of course. Uh, we've got some big stories, of course. It feels like we've got real actual news that we can get our teeth into today. Uh, because Jürgen Klopp's obviously everyone will probably have watched uh, the press conference now, but if you haven't already, Jürgen said some funny things in the, in the press conference. He said, it's funny if you think Liverpool are fine with the situation. We'll try, he said. Uh, my thoughts didn't change, but my words might have. It is the same situation as before. We work on this. That's what we did all the time. We will see. It's about a solution, and that's what we're working on. Uh, this player, this calibre, I'm not sure teams would want to sell now. We need to find the right player and then, and it needs to suit our financial situation. That's what we are working on. So a glimmer of hope for us, maybe. Also the fact that the Athletics' James Pearce is saying that Liverpool are seriously considering a centre-back option right now is a big thing for us as well. Uh, we know that, you know, it's a dire need now, isn't it? I mean, you know, we've got Matip out. We still don't know just yet how long he's out for. The scan results should be back any time now, actually. Jäger mentioned it's not as bad as first third, but it still could be a month or it could be two months. Ankle Ligament said to me uh, yesterday in the game that it was probably going to be the rest of the season. So maybe we're going to get Joel Matip back uh, before the end of the season, but I'd imagine he's still going to miss a few games. He missed a month, he might miss eight games. Um that's kind of where we are with that at the moment. And listen, we want to talk some names, and, and one of the names that's cropped up today, and, and, and actually yesterday as well, is Aaron Long uh, from the New York Red Bulls over in the MLS. So he's never actually played outside the MLS. I think he's 28 years old. Um, defender, centre-back, obviously it's what we're talking about right now. And why I think this one might have some legs to it is because what Jürgen was saying about working within our financial constraints, essentially, to change Jürgen's words slightly. Um 
So one of the things there is the MLS is now shut down until April. Um, so he's available for a three-month three month loan, which wouldn't have an option to buy included. So maybe that would be something that Liverpool could sort of take advantage of. Obviously, he's an experienced centre-half and that he's played in the MLS for a long time. He's a bit of an unknown quantity to fans of, of English football, of course. And, you know, I don't really know what level he's at. I mean, I watched MLS a few years ago, now probably three years ago, uh, four years ago. I watched a lot of MLS football. And the one thing that I will say is I wasn't particularly enamoured with the stand, standard of defending. Uh, that's not to say that there aren't individual players who are good. You know, maybe Aaron Long is someone that Liverpool have looked at. Uh, and decided that you know what for a three month loan period an experienced player maybe it's a, a it's an option for us. Um, we'll see over the next over the next couple of days whether this one has any legs. Of course, uh, another one. Uh, Fabrizio Romano has apparently said Liverpool are interested in both Upabecano and Canate, uh, both from RB Leipzig, of course. For sure, Canate has been scouted. The dream would be Upamecano, but also for Liverpool, he'd be perfect in the opinion of Jürgen Klopp. But at the moment, it is so difficult. There is Bayern Munich interested in Upamecano. There is also Chelsea looking at him and Paris Saint-Germain. We have these kind of clubs, and you have to negotiate with players more than with RB Leipzig because you're paying the release clause. It's just up to the player and offering a big sally that this is not easy uh, for Richard Romano told Anfield Watch and, and imagine that this would be a very very difficult thing to get done uh, before Monday's transfer deadline I just can't personally see that Liverpool get a signing like that when we, all we've heard all January transfer window that the funds aren't really available and Jürgen's uh, quotes from today's press conference are it's got to work within our financial constraints and stuff like that and another player uh, that obviously Liverpool are back in for apparently is Sven Botman and now I understand that the French League is going through some major issues because of the TV rights over there and stuff like that and I believe that Liverpool had an interest in him and, and I was talking to Paul about this earlier on today actually it wouldn't surprise me if we were in for Botman and there was a genuine interest in him Be- but I think probably the stumbling block for Liverpool and Lille at the moment is that Liverpool are probably looking to try and get him on a, a cheap deal now, maybe pay extra next year and the year after and structure deal in such a way that we pay in instalments, a bit like what we did for the Jota deal but I'd imagine that Leo with the television rights issued with French football is all going through right now, they're probably more comfortable with having the money up front and if they're not getting the money up front, is it really going to make too much of a difference? So we'll we'll keep our eye on that one of course as well so it's going to be difficult, I think, for Liverpool to get a centre-half through the door. I always said that if, if Liverpool don't sign someone by the 4th or the 5th of January, then I don't think Liverpool will get it done. Obviously, those injuries to Joel Matip, Fabinho, uh, and the inexperience of the likes of Naf Phillips and, and Reese Williams may change. That may force our hand. Maybe we get a loan. Hopefully, we get someone through the door because... Bloody hell, we absolutely need it, don't we? Uh, and then, of course, uh, the, another big story as well. It's kind of come out of nowhere, but it hasn't come out of nowhere, of course. But now Jürgen Klopp is apparently pressing Kylian Mbappe's entourage, uh, according to Canal Plus. Uh, so, uh, yeah, apparently Jürgen Klopp is seriously pressing Kylian Mbappe's entourage in an attempt to convince the PSG and French international attacker to join them in the Premier League. The Canal Plus show claims that Fabinho was also vulnerable the project of Mbappe with Liverpool telling the French forward that he would become the undisputed star of the project if he were to sign for the Reds. Uh, apparently Mbappe admitted last week he is mulling over whether or not to sign a contract extension with PSG when his current deal expires in June 2022. It's unclear what Mbappe thinks of the Liverpool interest but the idea of being the star at Liverpool appears to have some weight in his entourage's thinking. Wouldn't that just be great though? You know what I mean? If we were just managed to get a centre-half in, someone that can do 
do the business and then you get like Mbappe sorted for the summer. Uh, watch this space, uh, of course. We're going to get on to the fan line questions now. And the first one comes from Brad, uh, Brother Barry on Twitter, who says, uh, why are we not ca- cashing in on Origi? Surely he's had his time and his chances, fails to even run in games. And I was all right with the with the Origi substitution last night. He comes on with a few minutes to go and stuff like that, Brad. And I was happy with that because we're not using Origi to try and get a goal at the end of a game. You know, you're not throwing him on like a last roll of the dice because he's not really been that for us for a long time now, has he? Whenever he seems to come into the game, doesn't seem to have that impact that you really want certainly as a substitute and stuff and, and why teams aren't cashing in I just don't think there's a lot of money out there at the moment I think everybody's still a little bit unsure as to what's going on with the pandemic and what that actually means for the future of them when's it going to end when are they going to get fans and when does the money come back into football in the same way that it was pre-pandemic so I think that's why teams are sort of just tightening the belt a little bit this January transfer window Next one, uh, Grub Robertson. If you had to sell a current first-team player to generate funds for a centre-back in January, who and why? So if you absolutely had to sell someone... this is a tough one because Origi's the first one that probably springs to mind and it was something that Ty said to me. He said to me before, he walks in the, he walks in the studio and goes, when was the last time Origi scored off the bench? Don't know, mate. Champions League final. Wow. Really? Yeah, really. My word. Are you kidding me? Like, that was the last time he scored from the bench. And So one of the reasons is I think you can still probably get 20 million if there's a club there for him and then hopefully you're able to do some wheeling the deal and structure a deal in a way that you can get a centre-half. And um, that's no disrespect to Origi. What he's done for us has been absolutely brilliant. Proper here at Liverpool Football Club and I'm made up with him uh, in that regard but I think his time's done at Liverpool Football Club I just don't think that he, he has that ability that we really need and Jot has kind of shown us that hasn't he with the appearances from him from the bench and from the starting 11 this season earlier on awesomely read 2020 hi guys do you think anyone will be sold or do you think we'll wait till the summer my opinion I don't think Klopp will sign a centre back and I think he will continue to use Hendo and Phillips and Reese and maybe even Milner um, right now, I think it's hope more than expectation that Liverpool are going to sign a centre-half. I think Liverpool need a centre-half. I think Klopp knows that Liverpool need a centre-half. It's just about whether we can do it within the restrictions. Now, I've sat here before and I've said to you, look, I genuinely think that Liverpool should move heaven and earth to get a centre-half in because, honestly, um, chances to win the Premier League just don't come around that often. Even when you're a great side like Liverpool clearly were last season, clearly are still. We need those centre-halves, though. We need a centre-half to be able to, to fulfil our potential, as it were, and you know, I truly believe that this team, as with the players that it is right now, maybe has four four years at the top, without making changes and all that. And you can elongate that that that, that cycle and stuff. Uh, but right now, we, we could be we could be just messing up one of the seasons where we could win the Premier League. So I would absolutely 100% be buying a centre-half. Uh, we had a super chat come in from Tom A. Odds on us buying a centre-back and him getting injured on his first game. Very high. Very, very high, I would have a guess at that one, Tom. I'd give you, yeah, at least... Well, they wouldn't be long odds. Um to be honest with you. Maybe evens. Uh, it just seems to be the way that it is at the moment, doesn't it? And, and it's gutting, but it just, it is. And uh, 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 it pains me. But fingers crossed Liverpool get something done over the course of this transfer. Anyway, thank you very much to Snickers Protein, of course, for powering the transfer daily. As I mentioned, we will be back uh, of, on Sunday, of course, for the watch long, and we'll be over on the Ball Street Channel for Deadline Day Live. Come and join us on the watch long on Sunday, where hopefully Liverpool can pick up another Victory. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Ta-ra.
Thank you so much for watching the Redmen TV YouTube channel. Everything we do here is funded by our wonderful subscribers to theredmentv.com. Get over there, sign up, and get amazing additional content, interviews, documentaries, mini-series, and, of course, additional pre- and post-match day content.